Hey, my name is Lexi, and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to be talking about the little things you need to do or the stuff you need to put into place before you get a team if you are a music artist who is interested in getting into the industry. So if this is something you'd be interested in hearing more about, stay tuned. So I have this book which is kind of like a Bible for all artists, or at least I think if you're an artist, you should have a copy of this because it literally goes over all the little intricacies that you should know as a music artist from recording, choosing a team, marketing, record deals, everything you could possibly want to know within the music industry. It is in this book and it's called All You Need to Know About the Music Business by Donald Passman. Uh oh, can you see that? Yeah. All You Need to Know About the Music Business by Donald Passman. I don't have my cover on it because I don't like the paper covers, but as you can see, this is a pretty big book. This is something you don't have to read in order because there's so much to go through unless you just wanna read it like a textbook. But anyway, this is the ninth edition and the points I'm gonna be going over are from chapter two, how to pick a team in the pre-team strategies sections. So let's just go right through it. Three main points we're gonna be going over, what to do, building up your brand, building up your fan base. Those are like the blanket umbrella statements of each point that I'm going to be making. So number one, what to do before picking a team. Make sure your music is ready for the big time. Now. This is a very vague and very general thing to put as far as make sure your music is ready for the big time. There are so many newer artists who believe that their song and their music and their style is already ready for the big time without really taking moments to research. What does it mean for my song to be industry standard radio ready? What it means for your song to be ready, to be ready for the big time, to be ready for radio is it is well recorded, it's mixed, it's mastered, it's catchy, it is sonically pleasing, it is going to actually speak to somebody, it has something to say, you know, your voice is on beat, somebody can dance to it or somebody can feel it, somebody can connect to it. That is what is meant by your music is being ready for the big time. Now what it takes to get to your song being ready for the big time is not so clear of an answer. It's not so clean cut of a thing. And actually you might be on a journey to find what your musical sound is for a very long time before your music is considered ready for the big time or radio ready. Before ensuring that your music is ready, you gotta make sure that you know who you are as an artist. You gotta make sure that you understand a clear message of what you're trying to tell people in your music or just really what kind of artist you're going to be and again what kind of sound you're going to have how you want to sonically appeal to people for this part of what to do i would say that you should really hone in on figuring out who you are as a person and then figuring out is this also the kind of artist that i want to be is this also the kind of persona I wanna put out into the public? Perfect your brand, perfect your speaking, perfect the way that you connect with people and really just hone in on perfecting those crafts. Understand who you are, understand how you wanna share your message and then understand 
within yourself, how are you going to share that message with people? Also, I would say use this time to get familiar with and perfect. I'm going to be using that word a lot. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Use this time to get familiar with and completely understand every single aspect of recording from the writing to the production to being in the studio to communicating with the engineer. Everything that you can possibly learn about recording, whether that's, you know, the actual programs you're using, the EQ, the sound effects, the all the other effects that are put onto your voice to make you sound clean, to make you sound like a professional artist. Make sure that you are also learning about all of those things because it'll only stand to help you do a better job at giving your message to people through your music and delivering it and performing it in a way that people will connect to it. Number two, which I briefly touched on, would be to build up your brand. When I say brand, I'm talking about, as I already mentioned before, your musical style, who you are as an artist, what is your artist's name? You don't want to forget about that that point. And you also want to make sure like you're choosing an artist's name that means something to you and is not necessarily just some random thing that you came up with. Although if you want to do that, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that too. Just have fun with it and make sure you stick with it because it's going to become a forever part of who you are. Also, what comes along with building up your brand is making sure that you get your foundation in line, your digital foundation. I'm talking about your digital presence like social media and your website. So your Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Vivo, um, TikTok, Snapchat, Whatever it is you decide to use, make sure that's in place. Make sure you're posting consistently and then make sure that you have a website, something that everyone can come back to that is completely yours, that you have complete creative control over and that you are consistently maintaining. The main name of the game when you are building a brand is to stay consistent. Make a decision about what your name is. Make a decision about who you are. Make a decision about what you do. Make a decision about how you're going to do it. And then execute, execute, execute. Perfect, perfect, perfect. That is the name of the game when it comes to building your brand. And then as you stay consistent, as people keep finding you, you'll get more familiar with people. People will have a better trust in your value. People will have a better incentive to want to check out who you are because who is this person that keeps popping up all over my timeline, staying consistent with these posts? Why do I keep seeing them? Let me check it out. And that's how you build your brand. And then how you interact with people, making sure that people have a consistently good interaction with you so that they're more likely to keep coming back, so that they're more likely to share, so that they're more likely to keep supporting you. A lot of the points I'm bringing up right now, I've already covered in my other videos. So videos like why you should have a website as an artist in 2020 and um, a more recent video, why artists fail before they even begin. So you can check out those videos and I'll also put a little info bubble so you can be taken to a new tab to check those out after you finish this video. But I did mention these things before. So if this sounds a little redundant, that's good. That means you are retaining this information and you're gonna go out and you're gonna do it, right? All right. <laughs> so the main thing I want you to take away from this is know who you are, know what you wanna talk about. This helps with the quality of your songs. Too many people that I notice um, on an engineering tip, too many people come in the studio trying to freestyle. And they keep using Lil Wayne as an example. Lil Wayne is different because he has the talent and he has the vocabulary to be able to freestyle and 
cohesively string together some thoughts and rhymes to make it make sense. For the most part, there are some songs you'd be like, Wayne, what are you talking about? But a lot of people use him as an example and as a reason for why they don't have to come into the studio and have their song already written. For one, you're going to be wasting your money if you come into the studio and you don't know what beat you want to do. You don't know what you want to talk about. You don't have something already prepared. You're going to be wasting time searching for those things, figuring out how you want to deliver, how you want to perform. When you're a bit more intentional about the kind of music you're making and how you want to deliver it to people, it has a better chance of people actually connecting to it and feeling it. And it makes people feel like you actually take your craft seriously because you are making sure that you're saying things in a way that will touch people and make that connection. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully I'm not speaking too, um, too all over the place, if that makes sense. But it really makes a huge difference and people can tell between the artists who took time writing their music and artists who just decided to throw something up. All of that plays a role in your brand. So make sure that you know who you are, you know what you want to talk about. Keeping a website is important and keeping a consistent presence, keeping that consistent familiarity in front of people. That's the main thing you should worry about when it comes to building your brand. And eventually you will connect to a core audience, a core fan base, and be able to keep building and sharing and have your fan base work for you in building and sharing as well. That's how you make and build an audience. Let's take a quick break so I can tell you about Comedic Knowledge, which is a fitness clothing brand. That's right. Comedic Knowledge, where there is no tree without roots. Go to www.cometicknowledge.com and use my promo code Lexi to get 20% off of your purchase. That's cometicknowledge.com. Use promo code Lexi for 20% off. You can shop for bras, track suits, leggings, shorts, socks, all of that. If you love to work out or if you just love comfortable clothing, make sure you go to www.cometicknowledge.com. Use promo code Lexi for 20% off. That's L-E-X-C for 20% off. Promo code Lexi, L-E-X-C for 20% off your purchase. Cometic Knowledge. There is no tree without roots. Okay, we need to take a quick break so I can tell you about Beyond Butterfly. Beyond Butterfly for your beauty essentials and it gives you life. Beyond Butterfly has certainly given me life. I got 100% virgin hair from Beyond Butterfly, three bundles and a closure, and I have been wearing it for quite a while. It's gone through multiple washes and every single time I wash it, the hair bounces back to its natural shine and its body wave that it originally came in and I just not be more happy. I also got some mink lashes from Beyond Butterfly. Five layers of 3D mink lashes, $15. It is such a great investment because as long as you take care of the lashes and put it back in the container it came in, these lashes are going to last you for multiple wears, up to one year. Same thing with the bundles. It's a great investment. As long as you take care of it, the hair will take care of you and will last and last and last. Again, I got 100% virgin hair, three bundles, and a closure and the mink lashes from beyond butterfly that's butterfly with two l's and two i's and if you really want to upgrade your overall appearance if you want to feel more feminine and just boost your beauty 
This is a great investment. Beyond Butterfly is a great place to shop. That's www.beyondbutterfly with two L's and two I's dot com. Use my code LEXSHIP for free shipping. That's L-E-X-S-H-I-P for free shipping. And visit beyondbutterfly.com for all of your beauty essentials. They don't just have hair and lashes. They also have hair accessories, purses, headbands, styling tools, and so much more. But you got to check it out for yourself girl go to beyondbutterfly.com that's butterfly with two l's and two i's and please be sure to use my code lexship that's l-e-x-s-h-i-p for free shipping go and check it out speaking of building up your fan base and keeping that strong connection with your audience the third point is building up a fan base as i've already mentioned keeping that consistent online presence Part of that, especially when it comes to the social media stuff, is making sure that when people comment on your stuff, reply to their comments with meaningful things, not just like emojis on every single comment. Even though technically that is replying, but make sure you are giving people quality responses and giving them your actual self, your actual time. I have another video on how to build your fan base and how to connect with your audience if you want to check that out. I'll also put it in a little info bubble in the corner for you. The main thing I want you to take away from building up your fan base as it pertains to social media is consistency, constant engagement. When you are replying to those comments on your posts, you are encouraging other people to be able to see it because the algorithm likes the engagement. The algorithm likes to see that when you post a piece of content and you get a large amount of engagement in a short amount of time, That tells Instagram, that tells the algorithm, this is a good piece of content. We should make more people see it. So you become more visible to your followers and you have a higher likelihood of being placed on the Explorer page for people who aren't following you to be able to discover you and discover who you are and what you do. A great tool that comes with using social media is also the analytics that comes along with it, which tells you the demographic of your audience. Is it mostly male, mostly female? Is it mostly in your local city? Is it in your region? Is it around the country? Which countries around the world? Which languages are most consuming your content? And how are they consuming their content? Are they looking on their phones? Are they looking on tablets, on desktops? If you have analytics for your streaming services like Spotify or Tidal Music or Apple Music, you can see which of your songs gets the most plays, the most streams. How are they finding your music? Is it through playlists or is it through your library? Are they directly searching for you? And there are just so many different tools that come with using social media in the right way to figure out who your fan base is. So you can pinpoint who they are, what they like, what kind of people are they, and hopefully find more people who are just like them to build on that fan base, that core audience. Another way to build up your following and to build up your fan base is to make sure that you are being seen physically. So researching your local showcases, researching local talent shows, or researching um, local radio competitions for local and indie artists in your area, making sure that you're being seen and being heard around your community because you do have a better likelihood of blowing up in your hometown before anywhere else, or at least theoretically that's how it goes. That's not always the case, but you are more likely to have a better connection with people that you see every day, people that you have a close vicinity with than someone who is halfway across the world. So if you can build that genuine connection with people who are basically in your backyard, definitely do that by 
going out to these showcases, going to these radio events, going to these festivals, basically doing anything you can to show your face in public so people can attach a face and identity and a person to the online persona. And definitely try to make those two things match up. Don't be so out there on social media that when people see you in person, they're like, oh, you're not what I expected because you're not this way online. Try to keep that branding consistent throughout your social media and your physical presence when you meet people. So those are the main points that this book mentions on some of the stuff you should be doing before you get a team. And to just try to tie everything together, I want to tell you what I've been learning on this journey. I've always been told that you should only get a manager when you struggle with handling everything on your own. And I really took this to heart because I try very hard to make sure that I know how to do a lot of stuff before ever having to need anybody to do it for me. It's a lot more cost efficient for me to be able to know how to do certain things or at least know enough about something to where I know how it should be done. I may not necessarily be able to do it myself, but I know what it should look like when it's being done properly, you know? So I've always been told, get a manager when you have so much on your plate that you just simply can't handle it all. When you get to that point, that's when you should look for a manager. I'm really proud with myself on the fact that I went to school for audio production and realizing that, okay, I want to sing, but I know that there are so many things that go into play when it comes to somebody making it to superstar status. How can I make sure that everything I'm doing in my life is lining up towards this big picture, this big goal of I want to be a superstar. So I'm really proud of myself for having gone to school for audio production because that gave me the skill I needed of engineering, which allows me to be able to work in studios. And because I can work in studios, I basically get free access to studio time. And as an artist, studio time is probably going to be one of the biggest expenses that you have to deal with. So if you can help it, try to find jobs or hobbies that align with what it is you want to do and make sure that you are investing in learning those things. If you can get paid from it, then great. Or if you are not getting paid from it, make sure it's something that's benefiting you and teaching you something that you can learn within your field to get you even closer to your goal. Something else I'm learning, as I mentioned earlier, in trying to learn every single facet or every aspect of things that go into this, expect to do a lot of things, if not everything, on your own at first, but also recognize, be smart about choosing people who will add value to you, maybe for their expertise over your own or for the production value that they'll add or the relationship, the connection value that they'll add into your life. Everything doesn't always have to be about a price. You can do stuff for people because they can help you do stuff for people because they're actually dope and you want them to be successful. And just keep trying to build connections to where it's not all about the money. You genuinely want to help someone else or you genuinely want to have a certain experience, a certain exposure to something new that you haven't done before. Don't be too quick to attach dollar signs to everything, especially since you're not necessarily at the level that you want to be at just yet. So try to utilize those connections when you are meeting new people. What kind of skills do they have that I don't have? How can we help each other in this trade off in this situation? Last thing I want you to take away something that I'm learning and I'm getting better at is to make a decision, make it quickly, 
act on it quickly. Worst case scenario, you fail, but the quicker you fail, the quicker you will be on the path to success. And I really am just now understanding that concept. Maybe like two months ago, I had an epiphany of why people tell you to fail and fail fast and fail often because you are building certain characteristics through all of those failures. And when you keep failing, you are finding new paths. You are continuously opening your mind to new possibilities because, all right, this one door closed. Now that just means I got to redirect to somewhere else. This door closed. All right, let me figure out how I can do this, how I can maneuver around that and figure out how I can get to my goals. Just because this person said no doesn't mean that this person will say no. Keep failing. Keep searching until you find a yes. And that's basically what I wanted to bring in with my own personal experience on some of the things you can keep in mind to do before you actually get a team. You want to be able to recognize everything that you need because you have had a hand in doing all those things. So when the time comes for you actually putting people into place, you have a better chance and you're a better leader and you can better delegate and tell people, hey, I need you to do this. Can you do that this way? And I hope that makes sense because... You know, I'm talking kind of fast right now. I don't usually talk this fast, (laughs) but that's everything for this video. I hope you have enjoyed watching it as much as I've enjoyed presenting it to you. Let me know if there's anything else that you might have heard about what you should be doing before you get a team or maybe something that you should look out for when you do actually get a team. That's going to be another video. But if you want to go ahead and put some people onto game, do that in the comment section down below. I want to give a special shout out to my patrons who are seeing this video weeks in advance before the general public on YouTube or if you're listening on Anchor. This particular piece of content actually came out a while ago. You could have seen it as soon as I uploaded it if you became a patron of mine. You can become a patron for as low as $5 a month by going to www.patreon.com slash LexiATL. And as a patron, that means that you will get access to my content as soon as I upload it, not when I decide to make it public like whoever you are watching on YouTube or whoever is listening on Anchor, as I said earlier. You will get that content as soon as I upload it. And when you make requests, I will put those requests to the top of my list for content that I need to knock out. So you're seeing what you want to see as soon as I upload it quickly, more quickly than people more quickly than the general public. And you're also getting to see more of what you want to see. If that's interesting for you, go to patreon.com slash LexiATL to become my patron for just $5 a month or more if you're feeling generous. But anyway, that's it for this video. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure you give me a big thumbs up, like, share, subscribe, comment, and let me know what other videos you want to see more of in the future. But until next time, my name is Lexi. Peace.